Everyone's better than me, but I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. Upside, inside out. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me is an improvement podcast where I improve with the help of a guest who's better than me at something. But I don't like it when people think that they're better than me, so I have a prank that I'm going to pull to bring them down to size. But she doesn't need to worry about that. Our guest is Sierra Nicholson, an an improviser here in New York City. Sierra, welcome to the show. Thank you, Cameron. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, I'm so happy to have you on the show uh, and and to talk about the topic of getting better at visiting London. But uh, of course, before we can get to the topic, we do have some get-to-know-you questions and some fan-submitted questions. So I'll jump into those first. Um, As we always start off with, how do you and I know each other? Ah, yes. Uh, You and I know each other because we have taken a few series of improv classes at The Pit here in New York. Um, and have participated in some jams together and have done, of course, a few shows together because we're in classes together. And I've been to, I think, one of your stand-up shows. Uh, that's ex- All of that was exactly what I had written down. Um, so, yeah, exactly that. I think that's the right answer. Um, perfect. Well, the next Get to Know You question is this one. You and I are robbing the vault hidden inside the home of former professional basketball player Charles Barkley's house. I am using my expert safe-breaking skills to bust through the door. But, what's this? Here comes Sir Charles right now. Go distract Chuck, I say to you. I only need five more minutes. What do you do to distract the round mound of rebound? Uh, So, actually, I think that you've assigned perfect roles for this break-in because I am an excellent um, conversational distractor. I have so many questions about the game of basketball that I think I could keep him busy answering them for at least an hour. Um, if wow, you got, an hour. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about sports, so there's really no limit to the amount of information that he could impart to me. Um, if he gets tired of talking about basketball, though, I might just start asking him questions about his various post-NBA career moves like being a host, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, sponsoring various products as like a, you know, a spokesperson. Um, We could always go into how does he find such amazing suits that are so tall like he is. I mean, I really do think I could keep him busy for quite some time. I think that all sounds very impressive. I I feel like, uh, I feel like you exude a confidence with uh, these, uh, you know, hypothetical questions and conversation that you're having that uh, I think most people, maybe even Sir Charles himself, would forget that, uh, forget to ask you, you know, like, what are you doing in my house? Who are you? Those sorts of things. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And I, I do think that one of my superpowers is disarming people. Um So certainly at first he might be like, who is this person in my house? But by the time I've sort of gotten that first question out, I I think he would just roll with it and be really happy doing so. Uh, Well, perfect. Um, uh, An excellent answer. Uh, The next question is this one. The people who are responsible for body part based nursery rhymes have decided that the story of the piggies, a.k.a. the ones that are your toes, is too antiquated and that youth these days can't relate. Fortunately, they have hired you to write a new story about the piggies slash toes. What do you write for each toe? Oh, that's really great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, this is a great question because we probably 
as a society should think about and consider just sort of an overhaul of the body part based um, nursery rhymes. But mm-hmm. I mean, if I were if I were rewriting the piggies in this day and age, I would I would probably stretch myself a bit and go with like a chatbot series of characters. Um, this little chatbot, you know, fooled a guy who thought he was dating a woman in Brooklyn this little chatbot defrauded an old lady out of her social security money, et cetera, et cetera. I think that would really resonate in the modern age. I, I certainly think so. So, so in, in reading this question, you thought that not only were the actions of the piggies um, antiquated, but also pigs themselves are kids can't relate to pigs. Oh, was I meant to keep the piggies and just give them? No, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well, certainly the, the pigs, the pigs could be catfish. The pigs could be defrauding, senior citizen women from out of their, you know, social security or, you know, pensions funds. I, I don't know. I, I could go either way. Uh, uh, well, I think it's a great answer uh, regardless. Um, uh, well, those have been the get to know you questions. Uh, we'll jump right into the fan submitted questions. We, of course, have fans all around the world. And they send in questions to get advice from our experts um, on uh, how to solve their problems. So we'll get right to this one. I'll cut right to the chase. I saw some wet cement on the sidewalk, and I wanted to leave my mark, so I stuck my hands in, and wouldn't you know it, the cement was much deeper than I originally thought, and much quicker to dry and harden. Now my hands are both stuck in the cement. What should I do? Uh, And this one actually doesn't have a name, it just says, Dictated Using Motorola Moto G Stylus 5G. Right, I was actually, as you were reading that question, Cameron, wondering how they transmitted the question so i yeah that doesn't surprise me that it's been uh dictated mm-hmm. um well i guess the first question i would pose back is are you particularly uncomfortable in this situation they didn't say mm-hmm. that they were unhappy or uncomfortable and so if they're content with this change i i would just stay there i think that's great advice uh i i don't have a way to ask any com- questions back okay um, so uh Gene, really, my producer, they sort of handle all of the fan-submitted things, and, and I rarely ever speak to fans. Um, right. Well, I can so, understand that, certainly. Yeah. I just don't have time. Right. Who does? Um, well, perfect. Uh, dictated using Motorola Moto G Stylus 5G. I hope that helped. Um, our next fan-submitted question is this one. What's the best way to get someone to leave your home? I've been hiding out slash living underneath the raised family booth table inside the Olive Garden adjacent to the mall for a little over seven months now. At this point, just counting total hours, I have definitely been here longer than any of the other employees, so I really think it is my home. But the manager is insisting that the cops will remove me from the premises if I don't voluntarily vacate. So much for when you're here, your family, right? Anyway, how do I tell the employees and Olive Garden patrons that this is actually my home, and that they are the ones who have overstayed their welcome. And that's from Constance Govind in uh, Akron, Ohio. Okay, Constance. Well, first of all, excellent choice in uh, a, a squatting location. Um, if I were, you know, in a situation where I had to choose a public place to take up residence, I think Olive Garden would be pretty high on my list because. Uh, first of all, it's lovely. It's decorated like an Italian villa, very authentic, beautiful setting. Uh, and then, you know, I'm I'm very happy eating endless soup, salad, and breadsticks. So uh, great choice there. I think, you know, this is a little delicate because I'm sure that the people who 
work at the Olive Garden do have strong feelings about this, but I'm I've never I'm never ceased I'm never ceased no I never cease to be amazed at the ability of people to stay in a property that they do not actually own. I think. Um, squatters' rights seem to be quite um, far-reaching, and so you probably do have, I, I think you said you'd been there for quite some time, you probably do have pretty firm legal ground to stand on. If you want to an, avoid a long, drawn-out legal battle, though, you might consider just getting the outfit of the waitstaff at Olive Garden and trying to kind of blend in during the day. Um I don't think you would even have to actually wait on tables or do any work if you're just sort of around, uh, visible throughout the day. People would just assume that you're part of the staff. And, you know, when they shut down the shop at night, you can sleep under the table. And I, I think that could really work. Uh, I think that's a really compelling answer. I, I will remind our listeners that I cannot legally give legal advice, um, but... Uh, the legal protections that I have in saying that do not extend to my guests. So I would um, like to also therefore disclaim that I cannot give legal advice either legally okay. or illegally. Right. Um, so uh, do take that with uh, a grain of salt, Constance, uh, though I don't think you need any more salt in uh, a lot of that Olive Garden food, you know, that uh, their Italian dressing pretty high in sodium. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I think she probably is good on the salt. Well, wonderful. Uh, Constance, I hope that helped. Uh, uh, let's, you know, jump right into it. We were talking about Italian villas um, and uh, at Europe broadly. Um, the topic at hand today is getting better at visiting London. Um, I'm excited to get better at this. Uh, I will say, just right off the bat, in the past, I gave uh, uh, the prank a job for a visiting episode to Gene, my producer, and they got confused about visiting Newport, Rhode Island, and thought that we were supposed to visit Newport, Kentucky. And uh, I have not allowed that same mistake to be made this time. I know that we're talking about London, England. There is a London, Kentucky. I will say that. So it's possible we could have gotten confused again. Um, but that is not the case here. Uh, so first off, Sierra, why should I want to get better at visiting London? Cameron, you should want to get better at visiting London because... Once you go once, if you've not been before, once you go once, you're going to want to go back again and again. It's a really fantastic city to visit. I love it. If It is my home away from home. But it it does take a bit of investment on your part to get there, right? It's several hours to travel there. You have to adjust to a different time zone. Um, you know, it's not in it, – it feels – uh, comfortable and easy to visit, um, I would say, on the spectrum of like foreign countries if you're an American. But there are cultural nuances that you have to adjust to. So I'm here to help you get better so that maybe you can benefit from some of the lessons that I've learned uh, over traveling there several times. Well, fantastic. I think that all sounds really good. Um, I, I'm in, I have been to London once before, and you're right. I, I am interested in going back. I really did enjoy my time there. Um, well, uh, what uh, hit me hit me with your best shot? Uh, what's what are some of the best things to do in London? Um, what what should I go and see first? Um, well, I I actually would like to start Cameron with recommendation recommendations about how you get there. Oh, okay, even better. Yeah. So basically, you have one very important decision to make about traveling to London. Are you going to take the red eye flight and try to get some sleep on the way over? 
or are you going to take uh, what we call the chairman's flight, which means you're leaving, you know, in the East Coast morning and arriving in London in the evening their time. There are pros and cons to both. Uh, I think you have to know yourself and know your ability to sleep in uncomfortable situations and also how good or not you are in terms of having perseverance to get through a day when you're going to be very tired. Um, I, I can do both. Uh, my preference is probably to do the day flight and arrive late evening because I'm tired from a day of travel. Uh, I've been up very early to get to the airport. And so I really just have to push through for a few more hours uh, and go to sleep. But I will say either way, either one you choose, the most important thing is to not go to bed until till bedtime, London time. And if you have to take a sleep aid or drink a glass of wine or listen to a meditation app or whatever you need to do, do re try really hard to get sleep that first night. And if you can do that, you will adjust to the time zone very quickly and be very happy for the rest of the time you're there. That certainly sounds like good advice. Uh, yeah, I think I would want to do uh, your preference as well. Leave in the morning, get there in their evening. Um, uh, so, well, let's assume I've done that. Yeah. Um, uh, what uh, what is the first thing that I should be putting on my itinerary once I arrive? Yeah, so this is, I mean, wow, Cameron, so many amazing things to see in London. Um, they have a lot of really old stuff that is fun to look at. Um, I've done a lot of the touristy stuff, and I've yeah jotted down a few of my favorites to share with you. Um, one of the best things that I think they have on offer is the Tower of London, uh, which is right in the center of London on the Thames. It's uh, where they used to torture people and kill them. And for whatever reason now, it is the home of the Crown Jewels. Um, it's, uh, it's a really cool tour. They have these beautiful enormous ravens that live there um, that are quite tame. And so if you're walking around the grounds outside, they will just sort of perch on the fence. Um, it's very sort of spooky and cool. Um, it's a beautiful structure. And also it's very convenient to a lot of other things. And I think the best way to get to the Tower of London is on a boat ride down the Thames where you can take in um, a lot of the other sites along the way, like the London Eye, um, like the Shard, like um, <clears throat> London Bridge and Tower Bridge, which actually is another thing I want to talk about. Many people see Tower Bridge and they think that it's London Bridge because it's very uh, cool. Um, it's got these two, you know, sort of structures on either end that look like towers. It looks like it looks like a bridge that would be featured in a nursery rhyme. Um, but actually, that big, beautiful superstructure bridge is Tower Bridge, and London Bridge is a very normal, boring-looking, regular bridge. Uh, I mean, I think this has been a, a lot. Uh... All at once. I think that it sounds like I've got a pretty good rounded itinerary now, um, at least for the first, uh, maybe most of the day. Um, speaking, though, uh, of things that are um, sort of just normal uh, looking, um, mm. well, just normal, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> the gotcha alarm, of course, is going off. Um, and uh, I, uh, we were also talking about torture, and I know that um, they're sort of feeling tortured sitting in the background uh, backstage in this recording. Um, Sierra, if you're so good at helping me get better at visiting London, you should be able to help uh, this person, um, London, uh, a, a 
Are are you in fifth or sixth grade? Um, I am in fifth grade. So so fifth grader London. London, do you have a last name? Yes. Do you okay. do you want to share it with us? Oh, my last name is Nicholson. <laughs> okay. Your last name is also Nicholson. Wow. Um, N i c k l e. S O N. Okay, it's slightly different. A, a variation on the spelling. Okay. Nice to meet um, you, London. Hi. Yeah. No. Hi, London. Um, so we're we're getting better at visiting London, England, um, which is a city. Do you know about London, England? I think that's where Jack Septicai is is from, and um and uh, James Bond is from there. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And I had a question. Uh, have you met the queen? I have not met the the queen um, who is now deceased. Um, or are you talking about Camilla? Sorry. What's a Camilla? Right. Uh, so a Camilla is a beautiful flower. They're famous in the southeastern United States. Some cities even have uh, festivals for. Oh, that's a Camellia. Sorry. But if you want to meet the queen, I do know how. Um, oh. Yeah, you just you first you buy Ariana Grande tickets. Uh-huh. Mhm. Um and then you go to a concert uh but I don't know if it always works. Okay, I mean uh, yeah. It sounds like it's something I'm willing to take a chance on just out of curiosity. So, that's a hot tip. Thank you. Um well, uh so we're we're trying to get better at at visiting London, um, England. Uh, one of the things that I have written down here, and and maybe London uh, Nicholson, you can also help us with this. Uh, you know, I I don't want to do anything wrong. I don't want to mm. do anything taboo that'll run me afoul of the bobbies. Um, <laughs> to use some uh, English speak, um, is there anything I should not do? Well, you should you should not commit any crimes um certainly cameron i don't know if you if you had any particular crimes in mind that you're more um prone to accidentally committing hmm. um but a few things to keep in mind if you are driving a car while you're there remember they do drive on the opposite side of the road from us so you wouldn't want to drive on the american side of the road that would probably get you in trouble with the bobbies um don't jump over the tube turnstiles that's a similar rule to what we have in here in america you know you need to pay your way on the public transit system um let's see what else generally people are quite polite there so if you're prone to having a hot temper or being rude i would maybe not do that maybe not get into a fight with the you know the person at the the coffee or excuse me tea house Got it. Uh, I can certainly try to do those things. Um, uh, London, do you have any suggestions about uh, how to not uh, run afoul of Bobby's? Um, I, I, I question uh, is that can you play Minecraft in uh, London? It's a great question. That's a great question, London. Sierra, do you know? Yes, I'm pretty sure you can play Minecraft anywhere. Uh, so I would, uh, when I am in trouble for doing something wrong, I just play Minecraft. Okay. Uh, so I think that you cannot do something wrong if you are playing Minecraft. 
that well uh and and you heard it here first folks uh i'll say uh i think that's uh compelling um i, I don't i don't mean to make this a competition uh, sierra but um i think that's better advice uh okay no well look i me too I mean, it's just, it's very practical. It's very actionable. You don't have to worry really about thinking about rules and regulations. You just, you know, play Minecraft and then you, it seems like you won't have to worry about it. Right. Like, like the crimes that I am more prone to accidentally committing, mm. like I can still accidentally commit them and uh, I'll just play Minecraft. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, perfect. Thank you both for that answer. Um, I have this other question here. Um, you know, a lot of people have visited London, England. Um, I don't know how many people have visited you, London Nicholson. Um, uh, I'm sure you have plenty of friends. Um, but uh, in London, England, um, uh, what's overhyped? What is not worth the uh, excitement? Oh, that's a good question. Let's see. I mean, I'm going to say the London Eye. Um, you know, it's for those that don't know, it's one of those sort of, it's like an enormous ferris wheel but you get into like a little pod and it just sort of slowly goes up and around and you have these you know amazing views of the city um but i i think i i think it's overrated because i'm more of like a feet on the ground explorer of a city i think you get a really good sense of a city from walking in it um and so i'm just not you know i, I don't really get the appeal of like standing in this pod and slowly going around to get like a great view for you know a minute when you could be mm -hmm. exploring and and really interacting with things and feeling the buzz of the city on the ground uh and and you london same question um i i, I think that if i am in london i want to see um a shakespeare yeah uh, oh yeah. Well, they they have so, the Globe Theater that I believe puts on Shakespeare shows. You could do that, right? But as Shakespeare, you want to see a Shakespeare? Oh, a person. Okay. Like a yeah, there's like a funny mustache and um, a beard. Uh huh. And a lot of kids. Okay. <laughs> a funny mu Are you are you maybe thinking of Santa Claus? No, I do not believe in Santa Claus uh, because Santa Claus is for little kids. Right. Oh. Yeah, Cameron, he's in the fifth grade. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, right. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, London. Um, uh, I forgive you. Thank you. Uh, I, I will ask, do you, do you feel like you adequately answered the question, what's overhyped? Oh, um. I think Five Nights at Freddy's is overhyped. Um, I don't think that it is very scary. Um, I was scared like the first time that I played it. Like uh, my mom actually made me stop playing it because I was not sleeping anymore. But after that, I don't think it was as scary. And I think it's actually just kind of silly now. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you're in fifth grade. So, I, you know, the time for being scared by childish things is long behind you. I do want to see the movie, though. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? Um, well, uh, next question. Um, uh, what's not hyped enough? What is sort of a, a, a buried... Tre tre what is a buried... What am I trying to say? Uh, 
what sort of a diamond in the rough? What is the you know secret special thing that uh, not everybody knows about? That's a that's a great question. I'm gonna maybe not answer it to your satisfaction, but before I ever traveled to England, the thing that I heard most from other Americans was that the food is so terrible there. Um, and I think when people say that, they're thinking of things like mushy peas um, and like blood sausages. But I find that London has incredible restaurants uh, and incredible food. I've had some of the best food in my life when traveling in and around London. Um, and, you know, it's it's really hard for me to accept that the, you know, the people that have given us fish and chips, you know, are producing the worst cuisine in the world. So I, I would say that the the food and the dining experiences that London has on offer are underhyped. I, I think that's actually a really good uh, answer. In the small bit of time that I have visited London, um, I'm a vegetarian and I found the best vegetarian cuisine I've had anywhere in London. I found it was very accommodating um, and I loved every meal that I had there. So um, yeah. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, but I'm uh, interested in hearing uh, the answer from uh, London as well. London, same question. I think McDonald's. I think uh, that's good food. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so the question was it, what's not hyped enough. But um, And something that not a lot of people know is that uh, my mom and dad are getting divorced. Oh, London, I'm sorry uh, yeah. to hear that. Is that what's not hyped enough? You think that not enough people know about your parents getting divorced and it deserves more hype? I think that I like to talk about it, but they do not like to talk about it. And I get in trouble for talking about it. So they don't like you to talk about it either. But I Uh, like to talk about it. Yeah. Um, Well, my parents are divorced too. So it's not that bad. Uh, my parents were never married, so I'm a bit. I'm I'm uh, technically a bastard, actually. I, I don't know if you you're know allowed what, to say Cameron, that word. I kind of uh, had a sense that London. you were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I take that as a compliment. Um, also, London, maybe don't repeat that word that I said a second ago. Um, yeah, maybe don't say that one. Don't say bastard. That's right. Well, I feel like you've said it a couple of times now. Well, it's all right. Um, if anyone's going to get in trouble over this, it's my producer, Gene. They're the ones who set up these pranks. Um, so uh, I'll blame them. Um, all right. Well, we're sort of coming up on time here. Um, I have sort of a final question that I wanted to get uh, both of you all's answer on, and it's one that I, I wrap uh, up a lot of episodes with, and which is, how will I know that I am better at this? Cameron, I think you'll know that you're better at it if you feel a feeling of satisfaction when you are getting on the plane to come back to America. Like, I, I feel like I've done all the things that I wanted to do. I feel like I had a great trip. I'll know that I'm better then. Yeah. If you feel like you had a great trip and there's not really anything major that you would have done differently and you managed not to get on the wrong side of the bobbies, I think you'll know that you're better at it. Uh, I think that's a really good answer. Um, London, what about what do you think? Um, I know I am better when I have a sticker. 
So a I sticker? If you are yeah. Um so if I um do all of my homework in time, I get a sticker. Um when I am attending, I get a sticker. And I if I am better than other people at something, then sometimes I get a sticker or um um uh ribbon. Well that's great. Uh I mean the whole sort of purpose of this podcast is for me to get better at everything so that I can sort of be the best at everything um, and, and better than everyone else. Um, How many ribbons have you gotten? Uh, to be honest, uh, since doing the podcast, none. I've received zero ribbons. Um, oh, wow. And yet, uh, and yet you, you, you persevere. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm holding out for the end of this episode that maybe there will be a ribbon for me at the end of this. But uh, it's not looking so good because we're sort of coming up at the end here now. Um, so, so your answer, London, is that I'll know that I'm better at visiting London if I leave there with a ribbon or a sticker. Yes. Okay, and and just to be clear, um, there, uh, I appreciate you being on the show, and so this is sort of my way of wrapping up with you here, London. Um, I appreciate you being on here um, today, but. But there, there isn't a sticker or a ribbon. But I, I do want you to know, I still, we still think you did a great job. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, thank, thank you for being on, London uh, Nicholson. Um, uh, I hope your parents' divorce uh, is good, is good, or it goes, you know, is like um, work. Uh, good luck, I guess. <laughs> Good luck, kid. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck, London. Uh, well, wonderful. Um, Sierra, it's, it's been really great getting better at visiting uh, London. I, I think I might actually be better. I think I might uh, have um, learned some stuff that uh, I, and I have improved at this. Um, you know, we're always trying to get better here at the show, but we're also trying to get better at the show. Um, mm. What do you think could have gone better about this episode? I, I don't really have a bit of constructive feedback, Cameron. I, I think you're an amazing human, and I love that the purpose of this show is for you to get better at something, but I I think you're really talented and amazing, and it's very fun to know you and be your friend. Um, so I, you know, I think just keep on keeping on, and hopefully you will get a ribbon eventually. That's very kind of you to say. A, a lot of guests start with a flattery at the top. Um, I have but six I, ribbons. Uh, so, okay. Uh, thank you, London. Um, I, th- I thought we had ended the uh, sort of call with you, but um, that's a lot of ribbons. Good job. Yeah, wow. That's great, London. Maybe you'll get a ribbon for having the most ribbons in the future. Mm. Uh, okay, London. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> I hope we don't actually. It's uh, it was sort of weird. Um, He's a nice kid. They're uh, a nice kid. Uh, so, well, we also have a tagline that we end every episode mm. with. Um, currently, it is, and this is going to take me a second. Excuse me. <clears throat> Paul will call you later tonight, darling, and I'm having a bath right now. My fingers are wrinkled like prunes. And that is, Paul will call you later tonight, darling, and I'm having a bath right now. My fingers are wrinkled like prunes. That starts Texas, then goes Scottish, and then ends English. 
Um, we ask our guests to improve that by adding to it, subtracting from it, changing it in any way that they like, and then we'll uh, close the episode with that. <laughs> oh, my God. What a tagline. Um, I think, you know what I think would be lovely? It would be like splashing bathwater sound effects. So... <laughs> Cameron, if you want to give the line again with the accents, I can do the sound effects. Uh, do you want to just do the sound effects now, and I'll add them? Oh yeah, uh, oh you can. Post. Put, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's that? Incredible. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for doing that. Uh, oh, you're very welcome. Um, well, Sierra, it's been so great talking to you uh, and getting better at this. Um, I've enjoyed listening to you. I'm sure the audience would like to see more from you. Um, how can they do so? Well, uh, yes, d- beloved audience. Uh, I am, you know, usually around at the pit. Uh, I'm in the class program there. Um, I also host a podcast. If you have any interest in private markets uh, or the movement of money around the world, you can listen to my podcast called Grounds for Growth, a private capital podcast. Um, If you like, you know, funny things or uh, pop culture, it will be very boring. But like I said, if you have any interest in the investment world, especially as related to private markets, you might learn something. And that's uh, that's probably it, Cameron. Perfect. And we'll be sure to share those things on our social media as well. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, thank you so much, uh, Sierra, for being on the show. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning into Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends. Subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Caleb Ritchie for helping out with the prank in today's episode. Get in contact with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyonesbetterthanme at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, I'll call you later tonight, darling, and I'm having a bath right now. My fingers are wrinkled like brooms. Thanks for listening. <laughs>